It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard On the day Celtic can officially wrap up the league title Rangers would need to drop points at home to Dundee United For that to happen though And they may have other priorities with Seville on the horizon Motherwell were the big winners yesterday Moving into the European places On the day Dundee's relegation was all but confirmed I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me today we have Gordon DL, Mark Wilson and Hugh Evans. Rangers have made a European final and lost their league title all in the space of three days but from today until the 18th of May their focus is on Frankfurt not on failure at home the blow of being former champions has been softened by Seville now it's all about rotation and preparation for the big day starting with Dundee United in just under an hour I won't give you a prediction because my predictions are like a Charlie Adam passback <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> but uh, I'm looking forward to this afternoon Gordon I'm sure Every Rangers fan going along will be interested in team selection because of the big game that's ahead. Uh, you wonder just if we'll rest some, you know, uh, first team players, change it about a bit, chance for a youngster coming in there. I said yesterday I'd like to see young King playing at the back. I think he's got a fantastic future. Uh, French players, an opportunity to pr- try and stake a claim, try and put some thoughts into the manager's head, especially with two cup finals in the horizon. It's an odd day today because you know Celtic all but wrap up the title yesterday. It could be confirmed today if Rangers drop points, but I get the sense that the fans will be travelling to Ibrox in a kind of party mood to celebrate Thursday night's achievement of getting to the Europa League final. And with Daz, the team selection uh, will be the interesting thing this afternoon. Giovanni Van Bronckhurst has got three games to negotiate before he gets to the Europa League Cup final. Who will play? Will he rest his regulars? Will they get some game time? I'm sure we'll find out soon. The good thing about it, Hugh, let's just make it selfish, make it all about us. If, uh, you know, we're not too fussed about what happens, but if it can get wrapped up today, it means we can stop saying things like Celtic have almost done it and they've, they've kind of done it and they've all but wrapped up the title. We might get some clarity this afternoon and if not, we'll know that it certainly runs over to Wednesday night. Listen, I have all the clarity I need. <laughs> it came yesterday in the form of Celtic 4, Hearts 1. Giovanni Van Bronckhurst knows that. James Tavernier knows that. Everyone knows that. Uh, so, it's all about how Rangers prepare between now and the 18th of May. They are the former champions. Celtic are the champions-elect they're only a flagpole short We're here until 6 o'clock So you can get in touch and have your say Do you know what, let's just throw caution to the wind Why not, we'll open the phones early If you Rangers fans want to get in touch Before the game this afternoon We'll do that as well Because we're building up to just one fixture this afternoon So if you fancy it 01419511025 Rangers fans Is it party time? Can't believe I'm saying this Do you, do you care what happens at Ibrox this afternoon? It feels weird asking it in those uh, ways. What about the team? We're about to get it from Gabriel Are you happy with the changes? Who are you looking forward to seeing? And Celtic fans uh, Will you be cheering on Rangers opposition More than usual today? Like I said, we'll make a wee change We'll open the lines nice and early today So they're open right now if you want to get in touch 0141 951 1025 Let's get some team news then From Ibrox Rangers against Dundee United 
Are we expecting Broxy Bear up front Gordon <laughs> DL Right back I don't know um, Gabs has got the answers for us Yes, I certainly do, Gordon. And it's a massive seven changes for Rangers. Clearly, the monumental effort it took to beat RB Leipzig on Thursday night has taken a toll on the squad. Only James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, uh, Borna Barisic and Scott Wright keep their places, whilst Aaron Ramsey returns to line up for the first time in three weeks. And it's a first league start for Leon King at 18 years old. The team is as follows. John McLaughlin in goal. James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Leon King and Borna Barisic as a back four. In midfield, we've got James Sand and Stephen Davis with Scott Arfield just in front of him Aaron Ramsey on one side Scott Wright on the other Fashion Sakala through the middle on the bench you've got uh, Robbie McCrory Calvin Bassey John Lundstrom Glenn Kamara and McCann Lowry Ahmad Kent and Devine so plenty of changes for Rangers but it's obvious to all the fans the players the management staff uh, that they will not want Celtic to win the title courtesy of a result here at Ibrox. They'll be doing everything in their power to beat Dundee United today. They do face the Dundee United side who've really impressed against the Jers this season. It's one win apiece and a draw in the three meetings between the two sides this season. United have only lost one of their last five and they're really fighting for European football as well. What about Tam Courts? Well, it's been a brilliant first season. He's made two changes since the 1-0 win over Motherwell last weekend. Scott McMahon and McNulty drop out. Adrian Spoiler comes in, as does 18-year-old Matthew Cujo. He makes his first start not to get uh, United fans really excited uh, here is their team Benjamin Segrist in goal Lewis Nielsen Ryan Edwards and Ross Graham in the back three Liam Smith will play right wing back with Archie Meekson Dylan Levitt and Charlie Mulgrew in midfield Adrian Spoiler on the left hand side Tony Watt and Matthew Kujo lead the line substitutes are Ericsson McDonald Niskanen Clark Freeman Mockery McMahon Thompson O'Donnell and the referee at Ibrox is Stephen McLean there we go if there was any doubt for whatever reason that Rangers had one eye on Seville, Hugh Keevans, yep. or maybe more than that, you have your answer. Alan McGregor is nowhere to be seen. Ryan Kent is on the bench. Joe Rebo obviously took that knock. So did Ryan Jack. They're not involved. Kamar Roof's not been rushed back. So there are enough changes in there to let you know how Rangers feel about this. He's hit the perfect compromise, Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. He has picked a team capable of beating Dundee United at Ibrooks and, as Gabriel said, uh, avoiding the handing over of the title to Celtic by virtue of a Rangers defeat or draw at home. And he's also left out the players that he knows need to be given time to prepare for Seville. Interesting that Kamar Roof, for example, is nowhere to be seen in the team or on the bench. Therefore, his injury concerns are ongoing. Uh, But we'll find out more about that in the forthcoming days. Interesting from Dundee United as well. Young Matthew... If I picked up his second name correctly, was it Kutcher? Kujo. 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 By my reckoning, he's the 15th academy player to get first team game time for Dundee United this season. That's the way Tam Courts wants to go. It has served him well. They are in the top six. uh, And a lot of clubs want to rear their own and then, of course, mm-hmm. the prospect of selling them on. So the 15th academy player of the season for Dundee United. Yeah, let's look at the changes that have been made first, Gordon DL, because mm-hmm. it's just impossible. You're never just going to change everyone and rest absolutely everyone. But there clearly is a gesture there from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst, an acknowledgement. For instance, this is a first ever start for Leon King. Mm-hmm. So great to see him getting a chance. I know Rangers fans will be excited about it. Um, what, what did you make of the changes overall? 
first and foremost, not surprised, but the 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 guys Tavernier and Golson seem to just be there. They are every game. If they're fit, they play every. Will si- they ever be rested? No, every ever, single ever, game, ever. and then you can change seven, nine, or whatever. But Tavernier and Golson, they must just be on a Rangers template. When the team sheet comes in, they fill in the dots round about. I'm delighted Young King's playing this afternoon. I think it'll be a good test for him. Uh, Dundee United have got some good attackers, no, none other than Tony Watt. Very good player. So I like the fact that Golson's in there to give the, the young lad a bit of help. Still on paper, Gordon, that's a very strong side. You know, you've got the quality of Davis in there. You've got Ramsey, the big January signing. You've got Sands that come in in January as well. I feel the confidence of just signing a new contract, which I think is great news for Rangers. Sakala want to prove a point and, and keep himself in the manager's thoughts with his performance. Wright's been on for him. It's a very strong-looking Rangers side, even with seven changes. As he's utilised the squad well because there's a lot of the players who've come in plenty of first team experience the exception of course being King but if there's any young players out there thinking that they're tired at this stage of the season look at Tavernier and Goldson 29 and 30 Goldson I think this will be his 58th game Tavernier this will be his 55th I mean that's an incredible amount of games to play in a season and you're not probably, done yet not done yet you've been banking them playing some part on Wednesday night again probably and then you wonder about next weekend so it shows you the influence that they have in the team that Van Bronckhurst thinks that you know he doesn't want to make wholesale changes but he just wants that driving force to still be there and he needs those two mm. in there whether they play the full game is a different thing I'd be surprised if they play it's, 90 minutes so, sorry God, it's a thing with Golson because if you even go back to Steven Gerrard Yeah, every minute last season Every minute he, he was always in that team And it's the same with Van Bronckers There's just a mm. thing about him That they think, right He's a machine Just get him playing He's going through it. He's going to hit 60 games this season Because he'll, he'll play today 58 mm-hmm. He's obviously played Scottish Cup final And Europa League final All been well And, and you know, play a part somewhere else He's going to hit 60 games yeah. in a season, Hugh The only thing that would make you know you ask yourself how could you possibly even play any more because you know Rangers start in qualification stages of Europe and so on they've got right to the final right to the final of the the Scottish Cup um, it's probably a good thing for Rangers that he's not an international footballer yeah, because exactly. he would be knocking on the door of 70 appearances well it's a tribute to his fitness first and foremost uh, a tribute to his determination dedication call it what you will the one that intrigues me is Tavernier he's the Europa League top goal scorer and you know how he didn't get involved in the Player of the Year awards, I'm not sure. But you'd be thinking about cotton wool for him. Uh, but mm. Giovanni van Bronckhurst clearly knows what he's doing. That's why he's in a European final. Based on the teammates you had, Mark Wilson, will get the jokes out of the way. You obviously weren't one of them. Was there a certain robustness about you know certain players that meant? You did just always play them with sort of no questions asked. Take Ryan Kent, for instance. He is as much of a first pick as as Goldson and Tavernier are, in the sense of, you know, you'd play him in a big game. But he'll get rested at times when those yeah. two won't. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. It's a strange one. Um, think back in my career, maybe there was one or two that would always play. Always play. I mean, Scott Brown always played um, Nakamura. More than often not Always played um, You know Never mind the amount of games Guys like uh, I guess Stephen McManus And that Always played mm. So uh, You you do get those Sorts of players You need to have luck as well On your side Through injuries And James Tavernier And Conor Golson Have been Fortunate enough 
to miss out on any real serious injuries. But even at that, you know, you think they would, might have the afternoon off now and then. Especially, I thought today, just because the amount that they put into that game, you know, on Thursday night and all the emotion that comes with that, and they had a day off on Friday, not much on Saturday, but I still thought they'd be a bit leggy. You know, you can see Sakala and Wright and Arfield and these guys, that's fine, them playing, but you still think they'd be feeling it a bit. But these guys are incredibly fit. To turn out 60 games a season is incredible amount of football to be playing in, t- in terms of the occasion Hugh yeah. you know, I get the the logic the idea that oh you know Rangers won't want to drop points today and and allow Celtic to win the title I'm sure they don't want that I'm sure yeah. they don't desire that but you know when all is said and done and when they run out in Seville or you know does it does it really matter that much if everyone like you said if everyone accepts that it's over anyway does it really matter if that happens today Seville has taken away the blow of losing the title for Rangers. If there was no Seville, if there was no final, there'd be mayhem going on. Because when Giovanni Van Bronckhorst had a six-point lead that turned into a six-point deficit, when the league was won by 25 points and could be lost by double digits this time around, there would be mayhem among the Rangers supporters. But in place of that, you've got hysteria. You've got people every day, fresh stories about how people are going to get to Seville, how much people are willing to pay for a ticket in Seville. Talk of 100,000 Rangers fans going to Seville. That has taken over from everything. Mm. It doesn't mean that Celtic's title win is diminished. It is still a remarkable achievement on the part of Ange Postacoglu and his players. But for Rangers. For Rangers, it has fallen into mm. insignificance because of Seville, uh, and they had better win there then. Yeah. What, what do you think? You know, in terms of today and whether Celtic win it today or not, does it really matter? No. Not for not me. for you. No. No, because uh, look, you need to be silly. The, the Rangers players, fans, management team, everyone concerned with club know that Celtic have got the title. They've already accepted that. Gone. It's all about what Rangers now do going forward. And I said they've got two massive games coming up A European final and a Scottish Cup final So it could be a terrific season As much as not win the league Could be a terrific season for Celtic Winning a double Both sets of fans happy Never known in my lifetime But I just think that you've got to concentrate On what's ahead now You can't affect the fact of what Celtic has achieved You've got to look forward to those next couple of games Important games, get through them Prepare for one of the biggest games in a long, long time. That's the only scenario that really, you know, that this could happen. The Europa League final, because let's be honest, never going to get to Champions League final, so rule that out. Even if it was the Europa Conference League final, I think the Rangers fans would still care. It would still be a matter of concern that Celtic had won the title and this could be the day... But the Europa League's that big. You know, it's such a... Do you think this is as good as it gets for our clubs? Yes, I don't are, think they can reach the heights Or ever will reach the heights Again get near the latter stages yeah, well, of the Champions League What specifically League. about today then? I think most Rangers fans have made peace With not winning the title at all you know, what, you know, Whether it's today And whether that's because Rangers drop points Do, do you think they care? Does it matter? I, I, I honestly I, I think the players that are on the pitch Will care because it's pride And, and some of the players will be thinking well, Now's yeah. my chance In these last three games Could be an opportunity for me To be involved in the final um, I think for a lot of the fans This is a, 
a day of celebration You know, it's a nice day outside mm-hmm. They'll go along The emotions are still running high for Thursday night You know, a lot of people will just be You know, just getting back to normal And it'll be the first time they actually see the people sitting next to them This is a good point, Hugh Because I think Rangers have announced it's today That the fact the players are going to go into the dressing room after the game They'll then come back out They're going to do their sort of Thank you to the fans It's uh-huh. the penultimate home game But the last home game's midweek So they said they don't want to do it In a midweek game If the young fans aren't there And so yeah. on So we've been talking all week About this weird place we're in Where both sets of fans are happy It's entirely possible That Rangers Lose the league title today at full time. Yeah. Celtic become champions, and yet the Rangers players come out and take a lap of honour and celebrate with their fans. It's the yeah. weirdest of times. In this part of the world, we are transparent. A year ago, when Celtic drew nil nil with Dundee United at Tannadice, the Rangers fans literally took to the streets. That showed how much it meant to them to stop Celtic winning ten in a row and to have a league title. A year on. They've lost the league title and they don't care because they're kept warm at night by the thought of Seville and the winning of a European trophy. As I say, how the Rangers fans feel does not diminish what Celtic have done. It does not diminish the enjoyment of the Celtic fans at what has been achieved. It just means in our transparent little part of the world, the title has gone and it's gone to their biggest rivals. There would be mayhem if there was not... Seville But there is Seville And therefore The Rangers fans Won't care today If Dundee United Take all three points Do you agree with that Rangers fans How do you feel I did say Earlier on We've decided to make A bit of a change It's a a strange Sunday for us Just one game on This afternoon So we'll open the phone lines Nice and early If you want How do you feel Rangers fans What's the The mindset today Is it all about celebration Do you care How much do you care About delaying Celtic's title Or is that done And what about that team We're going to see some Fringe players Some youngsters Would you have liked The changes to go even further Are you worried at all That the the risk is there With Tavernier and Goldson Let us know right now 01419511025 Get your call in And we'll speak to you next The team with the biggest support In Glasgow and the West this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson, and Gordon DL are here. We are 35 minutes away from kickoff at Ibrooks as Rangers take on Dundee United. It will be party time on the back of Thursday's Europa League success. There is, of course, a rather important knock-on effect should Dundee United get something, and they've been good against Rangers this season. It will lead to Celtic being officially named as the Premiership champions, albeit most people acknowledge. That essentially happened yesterday We did say we were going to open the phones early today Just to get in touch with you 01419511025 And Andrew has called in from Shots What's on your mind today Andrew? So how you guys doing? First time caller um, I was just wanted to say one wee point About mm-hmm. it all uh, Really for me personally Rangers stopping Celtics 10 in a row Would actually be bigger well, it was bigger than Rangers winning the Europa League. And I would just like to see if there was many other people there that maybe agreed with that point. Wow, that's an interesting debate, Hugh. Um, not one we've had yet. So Andrew says stopping 10 in a row was bigger than winning the Europa League. Well, I always describe this as utopia versus myopia. Myopia for me is thinking that stopping Celtic from winning 10 in a row is bigger than winning a European trophy. That, that's simply not the case. Um, Rangers last won a European trophy 50 years ago. 
They haven't been in the European final for 14 years. Therefore, the winning of the European trophy is bigger mm. than stopping Celtic winning 10 in a row. Ah, what about the symbolism, the bragging rights, the mm. balance of well, power in Glasgow? I, back to Utopia versus Myopia. Do you want Utopia or do you mm. want to be short-sighted for the rest I'm of your g- life? I'm going down the other road. I'm sorry, Hugh. I'm disagreeing with really? you. Really? Yeah, I, I really do. I just think that... You know, in this country, Rangers and Celtic supporters, it's fantastic that Rangers have got to the Europa League. Of course, it's massive. But we've seen the scenes last year, how much it meant. I know it's going to be the same with yeah, the, if they win the Cup, but I think that it'd be interesting to hear the Rangers supporters with their... You, you can't go- be serious. I'm telling you, I do. Winning a European trophy and the Europa League at that. So it's not even the Conference League, the, the, yeah, you know, the Cup I, Winners' Cup. It's the Europa my, League, think, the old UEFA Cup. What, what my point is, I think there's Rangers supporters out there that would take... Well, obviously, because Andrew is one of them. Yeah, he brought yeah. it up. Of... Stopping Celtic's tender Right Andrew You've you've got them all arguing here Gordon Deal's on your side And Hugh Keevan's not I don't know How that makes you feel um, Elaborate what, Stick up for yourself What would you say to Hugh's Argument I I, Well uh, I know it's, uh, The Europa League Would just be The icing on the cake Really But uh, It is Symbolism of the league Stop their tenor And all All that, uh, that All those tainted titles That they won Through all these years Without Rangers being there, stopping that terror was everything for us. And uh, that's just that's just my opinion, really. Uh, Interesting, though, if you thought they were tainted titles, why you cared about <laughs> stopping them so much. I'm sort of struggling with that logic. I learn new things about this rivalry every day. Um, no, the, listen, I th- I. My honest suspicion is that Andrew is winding us up, but I'll go along with it. I'll no, play because the game. God, no, God, well, Gordon agrees. That's not, that's unfair. Mm, Andrew's making no. the point. Gordon agrees. Yeah, but when he goes into all the tainted titles <sighs> stuff, the league does not go into a state of suspended and, animation and we don't, we, because like, we Rangers are. We don't need to rewrite all that stuff. We know. All right. I'm just t- trying to give you mm. an answer if you'd be so kind. Uh, so, again, if you're narrow minded, and you can't see beyond the city boundaries, then mm. you'll think that 10 in a row and the stopping of it was very important, more important than a European trophy. If you can see beyond the end of your nose, you know that a European trophy... Oh, I beg your Don't pardon. I, 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 I knew that was coming. Do you know something? You are, I could see your face lighting up there. If you, if you go beyond the end of your nose, a European trophy has happened to Celtic in 67, to Rangers in 72, to Aberdeen in 83... Yeah. And if Rangers get it in 2022, it's history and, and it's bigger than stopping 10 in a row. I was waiting on him saying, if you can see beyond the end of his nose, you've got some eyesight. Yeah, yeah. But if he, he stops short, <laughs> you'll end up to Ville. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mark, interesting. Andrew describes the Europa League as the icing or the cherry on the cake, was it? The icing on the yeah. cake. For a lot of people, it, it's the whole cake. It's the full cake. Aye. It's everything. I mean, Hugh mentioned there the clubs that have won a European trophy. I mean, no, it's not happened many times in our history in this league you know so in Glasgow the stopping a 10 in a row matters and, and obviously to the fans around the world but in terms of winning the trophy the the accolades that come with that the money that comes with it, getting into the Champions League playing the European Super Cup against the Champions League winners everything that comes along with that is much bigger if the than domestic winning a league, league here if the domestic league is that big for Andrew how does he feel about in the very next season Rangers having won the league by 25 points then losing it mm-hmm. to Celtic to a brand new manager and brand new players Andrew uh, well, well 
it's bad, it's bad, like I say, it's here, it's not a here or there, because we stopped 10 in a row, we won the league last season, and uh, that's basically it. And by the way, three just on the European competitions, it's a totally different beast for when Rangers won the Cup Winners' Cup, and when Celtic won their European Cup back in the day, there was a lot less teams in this UEFA Cup, the uh, Europa League here, we have to go through the group stages and all the rest of it. Uh, it's bigger for me, the Europa League would be bigger for me than back the day of the, if you know, the old European Cup. But still not bigger than, than stopping <laughs> 10. Yeah, I'm confused. You don't get to make that argument, Andrew, because you've just put European football into second place behind domestic football. Your point is correct. It was a, a more even playing field in the 60s and the okay. 70s and the 80s when Celtic Rangers and Aberdeen were doing it. But you don't get to make that point because you've dismissed your, by your call. You've got them arguing, Andrew, which is always good. It means I can just sit back. Thank you very much. Though. It was nice to hear from you, Andrew, uh, in short. So 141951 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. We are building up to kickoff at... Ibrox, almost said Tanadice for some reason If you are interested in scores at the moment Elsewhere, there's not much happening in Scotland Arsenal are 2-0 up on Leeds uh, Leeds are down to 10 men And Everton have taken a 2-1 lead at Leicester Did I just see that yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah A big result that could be They were 1-up, um, it went 1-1 one, one, Now they're 2-1-up it, it has all the makings mm. of a Fantastic day down south Mind you not as big as Brighton 4 Man U nil. Oh, I knew that something must have happened last night When I got a, te- a Saturday night text from Hugh Keevans I thought right Brighton have obviously done something here Did you have an extra an extra wee glass of red to celebrate? You better believe it I phoned uh, my grandson Archie Who was who lives in Brighton And as you know Gordon is a big Brighton Hove Albion fan And he was delighted <laughs> I would have been ecstatic uh, Anyway we've got games of our own at the moment uh, Let's hear from Tam Courts ahead of kick-off today I think our approach to games against Celtic and Rangers this year Has been for the most part on point I think we've caused um, trouble we've, we've obviously taken points off of both the teams You always go into these games quite cautiously optimistic Because you have to respect the quality that they've got You've got to respect the fact that you know they're, they're still fighting as well but equally from our perspective, if we were to take something from the game, which is what we're targeting, um, then that again would be a really big step forward going into the game against Celtic on Wednesday and then Ross County the following Saturday. So again, full respect for Rangers, but we're at the stage of the season where our needs are really, really strong and we've got to be targeting something from every single game that we're playing. He's had a decent record against Rangers this season. He's Brilliant. given them a couple of bloody noses that perhaps will have... Helped lead us to where we are today And the fact that Rangers will not win the league You know, if you look at the points dropped There aren't actually that many of them um, So the margins are fine And Dundee United have played a key role in that Yeah, well I think both games at Tanadice Were were key And I think Tam Courts negotiated them brilliantly But the one I was most impressed with Is when he came to Ibrox And remember, lost And lost yes, yeah, With right, a young yeah. side With a young side mm-hmm. And he held Rangers uh, And they matched Rangers that game And uh, I think it was uh, Was it Arfield that came on and scored uh, Was that the game he scored quite a spectacular goal Anyway, got them out of jail But uh, for a rookie manager in his first season with, Let's be honest Not a, a well-known background I think everybody 
thought he would have failed. I think it was a tavernier penalty, by the way. Okay, <laughs> where was it? Where was the game? Yeah. Arfield scored yeah. at the back post. <laughs> <laughs> You've anyway. also been doing your homework ah, last night. Well, it's it's a fair old trick, you know. He denied Rangers five points yeah. this season. I mean, the, the, when you when we all come to do the final tally up after thirty league games have been played, Dundee United will have played their part in ensuring that uh, Rangers did not win the title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you look. You, it will be those days that the Motherwell games, the Ross County Hearts. That's the way. Yeah. That's the way it is, but isn't it? Before we offend anyone, above all else, yeah, well, Celtic, Celtic have won winning thirty in those, games in a row or not losing times. In any of 30 games in a row Has been the, the main factor For Ange Postacoglu We did say we're doing something A bit different this afternoon Opening the phone lines early So let's speak to John Who's a Rangers fan on the line What have you got for us today John? Hi Two Gordons Mark it's you it Just before I make my, my point Regarding <coughs> Conor Golson Just a wee question to Gordon Gordon do you fancy doing a, a drive mate? I think they hire a, a, a luxury camper van We'll look for a driver to Seville I'm your man Just uh, depends yeah, on the early uh, pay have you got a clean licence? Yes, I have. And I've got a new passport with a lovely photo. Right, you're gone. I'll, I'll talk to you later, right? You're gone. Cheers, have mate. you ever heard of Joe Longthorn, though, John? That's who you'll need to listen to <laughs> yeah. on the drive. 27 hours of Longthorn. <laughs> a bit of rap. Have you ever heard of Bobby? I think we've heard of Bobby Parks. I mean, that'd be, that'd be different, right? I want to make a point. Obviously, uh, it's been, still the night was, was unbelievable. And there's James Tarvin, there's... The players in the team have been outstanding. You name them one by one. I'm thinking about Connor Connor Golson. The rumours is that uh, excuse me that he's supposed to be going to West Brom. And I'm just thinking that if Rangers did win the Europa League, uh, do you think he would stay? Because I think if Connor Golson leaves Rangers, he'd be a massive, massive boss to that defence. He's been out. The guy's been outstanding. He's had his ups and downs. He's been always in these bad moments. Like every we've got two guys in the studio, professional football players, and they have their good, they have their bad. But that guy's made I, I don't think he's missed a game We signed him for I think it was £900,000 We signed him for Yeah it's an interesting point And how great is it Hugh When your team's doing well The fact that one of your players Is coming to the end of his contract Just gets forgotten about yeah. Not for, or, or pushed to one side When Rangers were dropping points Against Dundee United It's a oh, hold on a minute Where's this guy Where's his commitment Get him to sign And all the rest of it But it will be interesting to see What, what happens from here with him I wonder to what extent Conor Golson's mind has been changed by the the run that has taken Rangers to Seville because uh, I cannot confirm or deny John's story about West Brom. I have no idea. I've seen the rumours. Yeah, but if you left Rangers right now for West Brom, (laughs) I I wouldn't know what you're thinking of because next season in Scottish football, you're going to have Celtic and Rangers in the Champions League. Maybe. Rangers have work to do. Yeah, but... Okay, I'll change that to you could have Rangers and Celtic in the Champions League. They'll have pots of money at their disposal as well because Rangers have earned very tidily in this uh, Europa League run. Uh, They are making the Premiership a very good place to be. They are heightening the profile of Scottish football no end. If you swapped all that for West Brom then and you were only doing it for money, good luck to you, but I don't think you're going to the right place. Yeah, look, I had Golson as my player of the year last year when Rangers won the league. I thought he was brilliant. 
He's had a sort of an up and down season But I still think he's quality Gordon I think he's a very good defender And what he's become so good at for Rangers now Is that diagonal ball from the defence That turns defence into attack He's absolutely brilliant Teams know it's going to happen And they still can't defend against it Is that good Now if he's going to leave a club the size of Rangers and what they've achieved and what they're doing, if they go and win this, they've still won the Europa League and they're in the Champions League. If he goes to West Brom, it's financial. It's as simple as that. And do I blame him for doing that? No, I don't. End of the day, if he feels that's the best way coming to a certain stage in his career to get more money or whatever it may be, that's just the way life is now and that's the way football is. There's not a great deal of... In the old days where people would play for the jersey, it's all about you've got finances to look after, your family to look after. And look, at the end of the day, it's his decision. But I think he has been terrific for Rangers. Do you think Rangers should look to use some of the money, John, You know, from reaching a European final? Then, of course, if they win it, it's even more. But would you like to see the boat pushed out slightly to keep them? <coughs> Excuse me, Gordon. I, I would love, I love, to see them, love to see that happen. I know John... John Suter and that's coming in next year and there'll probably be a, there'll probably be players getting, getting added on to on, on the squad but I, I just I think the guy's been honest I think he's what God says and I think the guy's been immense and I think that we should we should go and push the boat just that wee bit if obviously there's going to be finances there if we, get, if we won the Europa League and we get straight to that top one and you're talking about 40 was it 40 plus 45 plus maybe 50 million I mean surely and by the way I'll give it. I'll give the Rangers board that they're, they're, they're due or not. They've not been shy, the Rangers board. I know they're maybe playing about with figures now, but I think the Rangers board just looked at your heart after them too. I mean, and we go back to we go back to the days of Dave King and then also Dave King's not there now and also Douglas Parks came in and the guy John Ben and things like that. I think the Rangers board have been have been supportive of, of the of the of the managers. Or maybe maybe so or the rumour was about Stephen Jenner but they're too happy that was how he left because he was looking for, for cash. But we're talking about the present day and I mean where where we are a Europa League final a week on Wednesday and then we come back and we play hearts in the Scottish Cup final on the Saturday. It would be a, I'm fifth I was fifth I'm fifty I was fifty five last year, fifty six this year and that'd be the best. It'd be the best ever. Honest it'd be it'd be incredible. But if we can win the Europa League it'd be It'd be, yeah, be interesting to see what everybody's different, Mark. Conor Goldson might. I mean, look, I think we would all agree. If Rangers are winning the Europa League and you swap that for West Brom, then you know, you're never going to compete with the size of you know of, of what Rangers have done and the size of the club and so on for West Brom. He might, again, don't know, just think, well, I've won the league, I stopped ten in a row as the previous caller was talking about, got to a European final and or won the, the Europa League. So it's time for a change. Personally I want to head south again It might be the case Or it might be Oh okay Champions League group stage football yeah. Fancy a crack at that You know Interesting It's a big call from I, I think For me I thought About four or five weeks ago He was definitely gone When You know I didn't see Rangers Getting to the Europa League final I think getting to the Europa League final Changes a lot for Goldson Because if they win it I think it will, will Go down to that I think if they win it It will stay I think getting a shot at the Champions League, I touched on the European Super Cup as well. That's still a big thing, you know, to be involved in. Um, playing at the highest level in the Champions League, you'll want a shot at that. You're never going to get that if you go down south. So it's a big call. But for the Rangers board, you can't just 
know, get the Champions League money and say to Conor Goldson, name your price and we'll pay it. They can't even break their wage structure for one player because then when does that stop? You know, that just keeps going and going and going. You find yourself in a whole lot of trouble again. So Rangers will have a, a ceiling that they'll probably not be willing to go through. If Conor Goldson wants to go better that, then he will go down south, but to a much lesser... I was going to say standard in terms of the Champions League and the European nights than his experience here in Scotland. Comes a point with the club say, don't need to coax him any further. If he doesn't want to sign, let him go. And you know, again, it's his life and it's his bank balance, and he might get it enhanced greatly by going to West Brom. But he will be giving up on the winning of trophies. Uh, John, it's an interesting debate you've raised. That's why we opened the phones 01419511025. You can still do that. We are going to really build up to kick off at Ibrooks against Dundee United next. The winning team all season long. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Just over 10 minutes to go until kickoff at Ibrooks. Dundee United, the visitors, a Scottish title potentially. About to be wrapped up for Celtic But only if Tamcourt's side can get something And if not The official confirmation waits until Wednesday Where Celtic go to Tanadice And Rangers host Ross County uh, Looking at that Rangers team then Let's just remind ourselves of who is playing today Because Rangers were always likely To make changes And they have John McLaughlin in goal A back four of Tavernier and Goldson Because they always play Leon King in for his full debut Borna Barisic James Sands Stephen Davis, Aaron Ramsey, Scott Wright, Scott Arfield and Fashion Sakala. On the bench, McCrory, Bassey, Lundstrom, Kamara, McCann, Lowry, Ahmad, Kent and Devine. Who are the ones, Gordon, that might genuinely be able to come into Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's thought process for a Europa League final? Ramsey, of course. Um, you know, he's been brought in for the big games It's just not happened for him Gordon, obviously he's had a few knocks and a few injuries He's he's missed vital times of the, the season since January But he's a big game player So he's one Davis, obviously um, You know, he's not had a lot of game time But still a quality, quality player And you look up front And Hugh touched on it earlier About the absence of Ruth he might really be struggling just now because I think that if he was ready to come back, he'd be round about the squad today, whether it be the starting 11 or the bench. So Sakala may just fancy, you know, a forward position. So the, And Wright's been in good form. Arfield just signed a new contract. So I think, I think there's a lot... Them all. Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Just well, the team. well I, I, I don't think Sands. I think Sands is just bedding himself into Rangers... I think it may be next season before we I mean, see Leon King's too Le- young. Leon King's too young. John uh, McLaughlin ain't getting Ma- in front of Ma- Alan McGregor. McGregor. Yeah, but there's still look. You never know what's going to happen between now and a week on mm-hmm. Wednesday, right? Nobody can predict that. So you've got to make sure every game, every opportunity you get, Mark will tell you you are in the manager's thoughts. He will think, hold on a minute, this guy's in good form, he's buzzing in training, he performed in that game, you know, and then all of a sudden something happens, you're in. That's where your opportunity comes from. You can't get out there today and be slack and think, well, hold on, everything's about a week Wednesday, look at the celebrations on Thursday. 
You playing with Rangers? There's always something to play with. There'll be 50,000, 49,000 plus in here. With sombreros on and beach balls and, and all the rest of There'll it. There'll be a full house here today. I, I, wasn't, saying, and, I and, wasn't saying it to take away. I was saying, if anything, it adds to the occasion, party atmosphere. And as much as the, this club and these players and this manager and everything gets pats in the back, when you play with clubs like Rangers and Celtic, and this guy stands my right, I'll tell you, you've still got to win games. You've still got to mm. perform at the highest level. Sorry, I was just I, thinking about you wearing a sombrero and it th- th- threw me off. Um, I mean, Mark, on Twitter, Empire Bear says, would like to have seen Lowry and Diallo. Um, yeah, there's another one there. Uh, where else where did I see it? Arfield, uh, Ahmad for Arfield, and that would be sweet, says another tweeter as well. Well, D- Diallo's, you know, he's, it's just not worked, really, for him at Rangers because this would be the game to play him in. And there's been others he could take part in. He doesn't, so... I think, see that front three, I think that's the, the ones that will shine because when you've got Morelos out and you look at Roof, you know, hit and miss, is he going to be ready or not? And Arebo, I know he, he took one to the face the other night, so he, he probably will be okay. Um, but those are the positions that are up for grabs. Now, Scott Wright, I, I mean, a couple of months ago, would you ever say Scott Wright would play any part in a, Europe, a European semi-final? No chance. And look, he came in and did well. He did a good job. So I think for him... It's important. If he plays well in the remaining couple of games that he's picked mm. and he, his form's good, Van Bronckers might just think about throwing him in for the start. You know, you've got Kent there's a certain starter, but I think the other ones are up for grabs. Hugh, I wonder if the Rangers fans will be nervous every time Goldson and Tavernier go in for a tackle or, or go down, or have they just become accustomed to them always being fit and always being available? You can be accustomed to it, but that's not to say that your uh, contentment with the situation will always be there for you. Every time players start a football match, there is a risk, an element of risk of injury because it's a contact sport. Therefore, nobody in this studio can guarantee you that Conor Golson and James Tavernier will come off scot-free in this game or in any other before Seville. So that's the risk. It's a an educated risk that Giovanni Van Bronckers takes and thereafter he's in the hands of fate. That maybe the emotional side of things still be there, Hugh, you oh, know, yeah. th- because the, the, you know, the Jimmy Bell's sad passing, I wonder if it was almost so so quick, so soon before Thursday. You know, Thursday just you know came and took care of itself and there was the emotion and the manager said they toasted him afterwards and so on. Um you know, now a couple of days on, I think James Tavernier's wearing a special captain's armband today em- Embroidered with the name and so on uh, I think the shirts have all got Jimmy Bell's name on them today With 1952 to 2022 underneath yeah. So I'm um, trying to mark that sad passing today It's now a fact of life that death is a source of inspiration Because Rangers proved it on Thursday night uh, When they acknowledged what Jimmy Bell meant to the club Dedicated the win to him Giovanni Van Bronckhurst had the players toasting him after the game in the dressing room. So there'll be mixed emotions today. There will be a continuation of the carnival atmosphere that followed the final whistle against Leipzig. And as ever, there'll be a recollection of what Jimmy Bell meant to the the fans and the players. So it'll be mixed emotions, but all of a positive nature. Rangers will not dismiss Dundee United the, the fans will not dismiss this game And say it doesn't matter The side has been chosen 
And they're good enough to beat Dundee United And I think they will uh, But Giovanni Van Bronckhorst will approach Dundee United The competition Respectfully Always remembered and loved Says the captain's armband That James Tavernier will wear today I wonder how Dundee United's players feel about it today Mark In terms of you know what, what's at stake for them Because they are still only one point ahead of Motherwell And three points ahead of Ross County So they're in the driving seat for that for European places Because remember fourth and fifth gets you them But it's certainly not done yet mm. And you, you know, look at a couple of fixtures remaining Have to play Celtic mm. on Wednesday night so there's, there's still a lot at stake I'm sure for Tam Court It is huge for the Dundee United players I mean they're not going there for a, a party atmosphere Or to, to put the tools down And allow Rangers just to play Round about them and celebrate They've got a job to do I think it's a remarkable achievement for where Dundee United are And what Tam Courts has done uh, and I mentioned a few weeks ago you know, Malky Mackay in the running for manager Of the year yet Tam Courts A rookie manager who's played about 15 academy players this year is sitting in fourth place ahead of him doesn't even get a mention now that that's a strange one for me if he can finish this league season off in fourth place European football it's remarkable for a club like Dundee United so they'll be going there trying to play the same way that they have done the other three times against Rangers make it difficult and see when you look at their team they've got quality in there you know, Charlie McGrew, we, we believe he's going to play centre midfield. He's got a range of passing that could hurt any defence. Tony Watt, of course, started the season brilliantly. And I want to see this young boy, Kujo, up front to see what he's like. All this excitement when you get a young player coming along. OK, the scene is set. The Rangers fans have got the sombreros, the beach balls, and the sun is even shining uh, to try and give a bit of a taster of what lies ahead in Seville. But for today, it's all about the Scottish Premiership and Rangers against Dundee United kicks off next. The fastest goals The expert opinions This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Game underway at Ibrox Between Rangers and Dundee United We might as well just finish the season As we started with you three Being awful at predicting the outcome Of football matches Why not? Yeah Give it a go Yeah I told you you my predictions are like Charlie Adam Passback So I'll go for uh, Rangers 2 Dundee United 0 I like that Like the Charlie Adam pass back Your predictions are And you go What is he even thinking there? Yeah. I can't, What's he doing I, I can't even mm. understand Where he's coming from yeah. What is he trying to achieve I'll need to start mm. Slapping my forehead The way Charlie <laughs> did After the did <laughs> it, yes. it was bizarre You've got to see What Hugh or Both or, Right okay uh, Both. Your, well, What's your prediction then Come on Me I'm going Rangers 3-0 uh, Oh, okay, comfortable. 3 1. And there we are. And it is a proper Rangers? party atmosphere. I don't know. Just put it out there. <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't ask. Um, for the avoidance of doubt, the sun is shining. I think that helps, but it's a proper party atmosphere. And do you know what? Dundee United have come and joined in. They're there in the numbers. They've got the scarfs up and the displays over in the corner. And like we said, I think that's the only way to really describe a festival atmosphere here. Rangers know what happened on Thursday. Yes, they probably knew the league had been done. For a while, not, yeah. not really yesterday So with all that in mind, it is party time Our world is utterly bizarre Celtic yesterday, I, I live in the real world Celtic became the champions yesterday And today the Rangers fans are whooping it up They haven't won anything yet They have still to beat Eintracht Frankfurt They have still to beat Hearts in the Scottish Cup final But the 
atmosphere on Thursday night, the nature of the win over RB Leipzig, the fact that uh, they are going to Seville for a European final, they are whooping it up in the three days after, well, 24 hours after losing the league title. And I'll tell you what, a sweeping move from Rangers tells you that they are not short on confidence or not feeling any after effects from Thursday night because they've gone straight on the attack already and actually almost ends up in the opening goal it was a team effort in the end I think from Scott Arfield that hits one of his teammates and Benjamin Segrist is able to just collect it but it was a sweeping move all the way from young Leon King who almost passed it across his own goal better than Charlie Adam did and first sniff for the home side yeah they moved the ball very quickly get put into Ramsey in the middle of the park first touch out to Davis I think if Davis takes a little bit off it he's got a, the Rangers have got an opportunity to go ahead as early as 2-3 minutes on the clock Gordon but it was good play with Rangers very sharp moving the ball sharply um, Ramsey Davis in the middle of the park great experience great ability mm-hmm. but they look uh, they look on the front foot already now what's interesting about this Mark Wilson Arfield's it's Scott centre. Arfield playing centre forward yeah. Yeah, and like Sakala it. from the left and Scott Wright from the, the right. right. Yeah. yeah, looks like it. Yep. So he obviously doesn't fancy Sakala through the middle to, to start games. Now, mm-hmm. you've been saying that for a while, Daz, but yeah. he, he changed him. He changed him last week and it worked when he went through the middle. He, he's tried him there in game, but at the start of games, he obviously likes him off a side. Um, his pace obviously causes so much problems, but. The impressive thing about Rangers in this opening couple of minutes is the energy levels. You know, moving the ball very quick. Barisic one side breaking into midfield, Tavernier the other, and Scott Wright as well. So guys who have played in Thursday night are not certainly not showing any signs that they played in Thursday night because the tempo's quite high at the minute. Well, they've got seven fresh faces in there. It's desperate to show the manager what they can do as... Rangers force a corner there. They love the diagonal ball, Rangers. They're working that a lot. They like to hit the diagonals, put teams under pressure. It's this time, it's Tavernier. Right across the pitch there. Um, Dundee United should deal with that better. Yeah. Is it Edward, as you call it? Edward there, just yeah. mopping things up. Mopping things up at the back and giving away a cheap, cheap corner. So, Dundee United under a little bit of pressure already. I, fa- I think Rangers fancy this this afternoon in the sunshine. Why shouldn't they? You know, uh, the the beach balls are there behind the that goal. Uh, they may have lost the title yesterday, but they're anticipating memorable times to come. So they're still in a Thursday night frame of mind here. Do you know, I was saying to Mark, uh, we're talking about seven changes. I do find it remarkable that people say, rest your key players. Two of the most important players that Rangers have got are on the pitch today uh-huh. for me. You know, you've got Tavernier at right back. There's not another recognised right back at Rangers just now. If he did, hopefully not, something happened to the, the lad, then Balligan would have to probably go there. Golston has been absolutely brilliant lately. the Polish boy that they signed in January. Yeah, but he's not even on the, the bench or anything, Mark. You know, it's not like he's round about there just waiting for his opportunity. I don't think he's even on the bench this afternoon. Um I just find it astonishing that these two guys play every single game. Tell you what, the wee boy up front, Kujo, for Dundee United, looks lively. So he does a couple mm-hmm. of good touches early on, looks quick as well. It's always good to see young players getting their chance. We some against Hibs, didn't we? And by all accounts, you know, looked lively. Dundee United fans were excited about 
what we could potentially see in the future. So good yeah, opportunity yeah. for him on this platform. They, they just keep finding these yeah. players. Look yeah, at it. Look at his eyes. He just looks like a wee bit. He, does, he, he yeah. looks like he, under a coffee table with a top hat on. <laughs> it's an essential <laughs> thing for, for clubs like Dundee United to find your own, to rear them, uh, with the, the knowledge that one day, if you get an offer, you know, the talk today of uh, Calvin Ramsey at Aberdeen, £4 million to Liverpool, that kind of thing. Uh, so, Tam Courts has done a tremendous job in that regard as well. Um, apparently he was on trial at Bayern Munich before Dundee United oh. which just seems like the obvious next step doesn't yeah, it of course yeah I leave Bayern Munich and go to Tanadish um, but he certainly looks uh, a young good player his Rangers come on attack again but right just cutting the ball back there good defensive play by uh, Dundee United mm, but big, then give it away big Charlie there in yeah. the midfield role today does well to check away but he's looking up for somebody to hit there and he's absolutely an old day to hit and he gives it away more Dundee United do that then the deeper into trouble they're going to get because this Rangers team do look up for it this afternoon yeah where are we we're seven minutes gone it's still goalless but Rangers are confident they're sweeping the ball around I suppose the other side of it Hugh is that league title pressure isn't there either anymore you know no. it's all about the celebration really today yeah uh, as I say in our wee world, it's fantastic. The Rangers lose the league title yesterday and they're happy as can be. Full house, charging on against Dundee United because this word Seville is going round in everyone's head. Uh, astonishing. You know, when you go back one year, Rangers won the league title, the fans took to the streets. This year, they've lost the league title and the fans are delighted. Do you remember your first trip to Ibrox as a Dundee United player, Mark Wilson? Me? Oh, no, I don't actually. No? No. I would imagine it was a heavy defeat there. <laughs> yes, yes it was indeed. Was it? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I would no, imagine that. surprise. That. What was the score? 3-0. Did Lovencran score? No. No? Oh, thank goodness. That Did must have been another you, nightmare. You, you mem- remember the occasion well, though. I don't remember it at all. A Rangers player got a hat-trick, actually. Scored all three. Oh, who would that be? Are you serious? My first time at Ibrox I, think I so, can't yeah. remember What year would that, that be? What year would that be? And I'll get uh, the, the 2002 play. Yeah Two who played in the days? 2002 oh, I was players. a manager in 2002 I played against Rangers So I would go Billy Dodds Nope um, he Scored a hat trick Yeah Now he, he wasn't an Purcell He wasn't an out and out goal scorer But I think this season He banged in loads 2002 Oh Midfielder then I take it Obvious one, I thought, but maybe not. Oh no! I'm trying to think of the team who played them. Barry Ferguson. Barry Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Barry Ferguson scored a hat trick. Yeah. How bad that must have you been? Yeah. I played. There's a good chance I might have been playing midfield this week. You genuinely <laughs> not remember this, <laughs> even now that I'm giving you all this detail. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Well, according to the website, um, a good save, Benjamin Segrist. By the way, as Rangers come forward, um, according to what I'm reading, Barry Ferguson scored a couple. Then a late penalty. Rickson was sent off <laughs> Rickson was sent off was After it? 60 minutes And it was still 3-0 And Jim McIntyre Sent off after 80 I cannot remember Seriously? Any of this Gordon What more do you want to know About the I day know. I've told you everything Saturday 14th of December 2002 Definitely on the team sheet 
Paul Gallagher Jim Patterson David McCracken Mark Wilson Charlie Miller Jamie McCunney Craig Easton Jim McIntyre Stephen Thompson Jim Hamilton Derek Lilly There's there some household names there Three eh? nils a result When you read out that oh, team We can't away with one there <laughs> Only three nils as well Shakala's in here yeah. Oh good Great save Yeah we're just seeing yeah. that one back That save from Benjamin Segrist I'm good when anyway, he Segrist Segrist <laughs> You're good when he uh, He's in again He's in again uh, No Segrist Good goalkeeper Yeah No Gordon I, I'm, That's weird because I'm usually quite good At remembering things like that But I've no recollection oh, Of that game Oh this is better Do you remember oh. your second trip then? <laughs> oh no 5-0 <laughs> No only 2-1 But hooked at half time <laughs> Did I? Oh my <laughs> No way, uh, why would I have got hooked at half time? Uh, I don't know, it was um, because you were 2 0 down. Was it? Capucho, Nuno Capucho. Nuno Capucho. And Peter Lovencrantz. Oh, by the way, aye, that's the game that's I'm the talking about. I know goal. why I was hooked at half time. Because he roasted you. I'm sure the ball was played across the face of the goal and I was right back and he just nipped in ahead of me and scored. Didn't see him coming. Sounds about right. Well, yep. I bet a bit of about you. Yeah. Aye, we bit of barristage about me. Aye. So you're, you're taken off by public demand. Yeah, yeah. Replaced by Craig Easton at the break. And it got better because Billy Dodd scored in the second half and you won the second half. That's all that mattered. That's, I'm a team player. Was I Billy Dodd at the United then, was he? Yeah. Well, I Dodd went back, aye. Aye, aye. I think shortly after that, I think I went back and I made amends. I think we won 1 0. I'm trying to find. Stuart Duff scored. I'm trying to find some retribution. It does get better. A 1 0 draw. You played in that. Barry Robson cancelled out Nacho Novo's. Well, that was, that was a good United team. That's where we were top six. See, top six was an achievement for that good United side. And there we are. Finally, you're right. April 05, Rangers nil, Dundee United won. Have in that. the starting 11, played the full game. Yeah, cruised it. Stuart Duff on eight minutes. Eight minutes. Red, I'll tell you Against Alex Ray. Was <laughs> Alex Ray playing? He started for oh, Rangers. Oh, I wish I knew that. Oh, that's good. I'm going to take some. Have that, Alex. Yeah, what, what? 18 defeats in 1 1. Have that, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'll get down well. Yeah, we, he'll be gutted. Uh, Rangers still on top, Hugh. By a distance uh, Dundee United had one Wild effort at goal But uh, I suppose the only way Tam Courts can console himself Is that no damage has been done You know his goalkeeper has made a good save From Fashion Sakala uh, But Rangers are Bossing the game as they say When you think about it It's been a long season in so many ways I mean the Dundee United managers Finishing the season with a different name To one he, when he started <laughs> <laughs> He was Thomas in August uh, who, he, who put that out? He Gordon? was Tam a couple of seasons ago. He was Thomas in August, and now it's reverted back. So, so mm. who put that out? Was that the club, or did that come <sighs> from him? I can't imagine that came from him. I think there was a bit of direction at the start of the season to try and keep it consistent. And you know what? When it reaches national press, if you're talking Sky Sports News or whatever, like he's Thomas, people just couldn't change their habits. And they, I think he's back to Tam. Tam always sounds funny in an English oh, accent, doesn't it? Sounds it? more than funny. It sounds it's weird, horrific. So yeah, you can understand why. Yeah, I said Tam, to my, Tam I, I said to my grandson who was born in London, brought up in Brighton. Now, last night I said, "You went Tonto." Said, Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> no, no idea. Never heard the expression Tonto. Colloquialism, isn't it? I think so. Uh, but listen, never underestimate just how powerful this this show can be and the memories that people take away from it. I thought it's a nice late start for us today. I'm going to treat myself to some breakfast out with the family and some friends. And, yeah. And, uh, obviously, it's a Sunday morning. You're going to go for the fry-up option, aren't you? 
And the friends had just been saying Oh a lot about Hugh Keevans And the cold beans And all that sort of stuff <laughs> But that conversation had done It had passed You know Half an hour had passed And the guy who was working in the cafe Comes out and he says Ah oh, you know I, I love Super Scoreboard I've got a full bucket of beans back there If you want to take them in for Hugh Keevans <laughs> oh. And it's funny I don't know what this says about you three But no one ever says to me By the way I really loved that analysis Of Celtic's first goal yesterday Or I really loved the way you described The scenes at the end of the game It's just what about Hugh Keevans and the beans? Yeah. Or what about Gordon Dale and his nose? Or what yeah. about Mark Wilson <laughs> and his, and his breaking tracksuit? My nose. <laughs> get away from this situation. <laughs> See, we can do it. I've, I've got rid of the breaking tracky and Hugh can stop the beans. <laughs> <laughs> You're stuck with that <laughs> nose forever. I've nah, tried, that's where I've, you're wrong. I've tried this, the, 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 the baked bean life chose him. <laughs> yeah. He can't stop. Can he stop? He's addicted. on them. And Mark uh, and I would like to thank you for bringing them in before the show. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, the nose! Uh, uh, can't believe we went for you early on in the day as well. Hold on a minute, though. Yes. Uh, speaking of what we've all been up to this morning, why why is the Clyde One Super Scoreboard tweet today about the show being on a picture of you oh, in a high vis oh. vest standing next to the world's smallest well, aircraft? Let me tell you. Well, you are on breakfast. This this and, oh, I, I, when you are in your bed, I'm out flying. I'm I'm out flying round Glasgow, just taking in the sights, just earning my wings. I think they call it biggles. Yeah, yeah. No, my son had a flying lesson, so a flying a lesson. I, I jumped in the back. Right. It was brilliant. I, it's no, it's not a piss at me. I jumped in the back. But by the way, right? I'm not lying. There's hardly any space in the back. See, it's the same it's plane that we planes. jumped out of. They're put together worse than your Passat. I've written scenes of it. I companies listening. I, oh no, I, I, yeah. it's massive job flying. But see, when you look yeah. at all the dials, it looks like people have just sellotaped them on. I'm thinking, surely pulling out things, and I'm thinking that that's me. So I take it there's three in the the, the, the cockpit. Aye. Well, it's not just me and my son. Can I, he's only 15. <laughs> no, it could be Just four. leave them to it. <laughs> could be. Like a pedal. Uh, on the go, boys. <laughs> hire a pedal on the beach. Listen, you've got half an hour. Make sure he's <laughs> coming by Clyde oh, Bank in half an hour. Me, was it Partick or Drumchapel you grew up in? I was born in Partick and I moved to Drumchapel when I was 12. And did, did the children of Drumchapel go for flying lessons on a Sunday morning? Too busy fighting each other. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you I tell you, oh, it was brilliant. But you see the size of the plane it's tiny you actually you take off to that main runway at Glasgow Airport so there's no other runway I thought there'd be, I thought there'd be a wee tiny runway yeah. for the wee rubbish planes he's good, he's so like the, the, the 9.30 to LA is, <laughs> yeah. is on the tarmac a flight to Canada a big jet to Canada just took off and we trundled up behind it and took off do you know some it? smart Alex going to tell me that there are no direct flights to LA from Glasgow or something it was just yeah. the first thing that came to my head mm. right so um, uh, no it was great great day for it enjoyed it the the people in British Airways first class looking down and seeing him in the bag with a leather the leather jacket in the front door. <laughs> yeah, uh, Matt Wilson the uh, Celtic. I tell you what, sell flights to mm. Seville. What Anybody you, what, wants a, a what, lift? What were you doing this morning instead? I was playing golf. golf. Ah, normal yeah, I was boring, predictable. Heard all that before. Big save there, Benjamin Seagrist. A one-two between Arfield and Davis. Arfield perhaps should score. It's a corner kick to Rangers, but the Dundee United goalkeeper proving why he's so highly thought of. I wonder well, if he'll be there next season. Yeah. yeah. Was he not this connection with Rangers anyway? Yeah, I think so. He was, yeah. And Celtic. Was it Celtic last season? He was mentioned there as well. I think people said that this season, didn't they? And then, you know, Dundee United signed Trevor Carson, and who was a very good goalkeeper in his own right at Motherwell, and putting two and two together, you perhaps thought that 
it was time and we're just seeing the save again it's a really good stop actually isn't I'll it? tell you what it's brilliant play yeah uh, really is good play with Rangers and Arfield playing in that centre forward position Gordon it's a great build up uh, I think it's played it in Davis round the corner 1-2 with Arfield he's He's done everything right for me, but it's only for uh, the the brilliance of the goalkeeper. I thought that's a terrific save. Steve Davis is brilliant at that. Yeah, because the camera from behind the goal, you see Sands with the ball, but Davis is constantly looking over his shoulder to see where Arfield does. Just around the corner, first time we won two, gives him a bat. Good opportunity, great uh, save. And I'm just uh, good news for me yeah, uh, the other day, Gordon. I'll get Arfield for another season. I'm delighted that. I was yeah, I was going to raise that point. Over yeah, a moon for you, a lad. We, it's funny. I, kind of feel like in a weird way we, we played a part in that I just think him. of all the praise you give him on this show we were only talking about your mm-hmm. obsession with him yesterday and just when we were on the way home after the show it gets announced that he's been given a one year contract extension do you know what without being funny here I think he deserves it boy I think he'll br- he brings so much to the squad he can play different positions he gets you important goals will he play every week next year no he won't but I just think he's a very good squad player to have round about. I really Wait, do. Is he? No, Arfield, thirty-three, thirty-three. Another yeah. year, yeah. Of, yeah. Okay. Ah, he's at the stage now, a one-year, he? one-year role, and just either play enough games or or do enough just to get another yeah, year. See if it's up to him. I think he would just stay there for the rest of his career. I think we all know how highly he's thought of in here. Gordon's covered that, but there, there, it's one Rangers would have thought about long and hard, isn't it? You know. There would have been times this season. In fact, was it towards the end? Was it the end of the Stephen Gerrard spell? You know, there's a spell where he was out the team. I think he even sat in the stand a couple of games. I think he did. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but finished the season strongly. It is a one-year deal. Obviously, the age par- partially dictates that. So, but he's a player who tends to pop up at the right times. You know, with an important goal. Here or there, or a big performance. So Daz is right. He's he's never going to be a certain starter, especially his age. The players Rangers have got in that position, but he's certainly worth keeping about for a, another year. And he, he'll probably play a part next season again. He'll probably do the exact same. I I thought he scored against United, but what was the other game? Can we remember? Arfield came on and he scored. Was that? I want to see a kind of chip finish. The one one nil. They were struggling. Oh, at Livingston the point. at home. Livy at home. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, easily. Easily mixed up, but mm-hmm. important at that time because at that time Rangers were still in a, a title fight, you know. But uh, Rangers play so many games, and, and, and I know this is taking substitute appearances into account. He's played forty-five. This is his forty-sixth appearance this season. That's though, what I'm saying. So hardly, he deserves- he's hardly been a bit part player. Yeah, he deserves it, and I think he, he knows the club inside out, Gordon. I think that uh, by all reports, he's a br- brilliant yeah. professional as well. Good to have about. So. That's good business for me. And he's got a trademark celebration that they like to oh, use in all, yeah, all the yeah. posters and It looks good, doesn't it, from like a PR, branding, <laughs> yeah. marketing perspective. I've got a trademark celebration. Put that is the, true. Yeah. Put the fingers to the cardigan and point to my name in the back of the cardigan. Speaking of which, <laughs> yeah. how, are we, how are we describing that this afternoon? A tank top? <laughs> uh, uh, like yeah, a yeah. sweater vest? Chandler Bing. Uh, friends. Yeah. He used to wear them all the time. I like <laughs> it. I think he pulls it off. Do it was you? the first thing I noticed when I walked I've got, in. I think he's a mess today. I, I've got to be honest with you. I, <laughs> I'll, I'll disagree. 
I, I am used to Mr. Kevin's, you know, that immaculate. Oh, I like that because it, it, it shows that after 47 years on the show, he finally feels he can relax around us a oh, little bit. Or it shows the missus was away. Yeah, and she didn't ah, really disclose it. That's yeah. what it is. He, he certainly did. didn't find the iron in this morning. It was an empty it. last night. <laughs> I, I think it's the kind of. <laughs> You know, the mature rock star look. That's what, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of rock star dresses like that? Not having Where's a go here, but... Where's he, pardon? Mick Jagger, you know... Mick <laughs> Jagger? What? Liam Gallagher with a... Is, is, a is the terminal is tank top? Is, that, is top. that just to yeah, paint the picture that, to the listeners? I think it is a Floyd, tank top. No. Sweater vest. No, a sweater vest. Sweater vest? That doesn't seem like a very Scottish way of describing it, though. Yeah, with her granddad shirt. I don't know. Yes, he's yeah. not even gone that's the full collar. That's the shirt. The granddad. That's the word of his. Yeah. I like. I like the granddad shirt. I quite like that. Hugh. I don't know what producer Callum's shaking his head at tank top. He doesn't think that's accurate. That's no. Is that just a no, manicure no. thing? I still no. think it's a sweater vest. Nonsense. What's he saying? He's in my ear saying a tank top's rab scene is, but that's a string vest. Yeah. Oh, come on. Uh, he looks like rab over there. By the way, I'm not sure. I think he's, he's a mess. What's he on about? Are you talking about Calum or Listen, listen I'm having right. a good look at you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on a minute. I know, exactly. I've got one Go on, excuse you. 60 year old tracks at bottoms. Hold work. on, I mean, The, 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 the expression <laughs> bag of washing comes to mind here. <laughs> Do you know I've just been to the boat? Oh, do you know what though? Do you know what we should do on our Sunday shows just like this? Yeah. Hugh and Dad's going out. The, the fashion <laughs> section is good. <laughs> and to elaborate, just when you think we've talked enough rubbish, uh, still nil nil at Ibrooks, by the way, in case you hadn't figured. Um, we're going straight to the Football Writers Awards tonight. Yeah. So, go and pick him up. He comes out with a suit carrier. By the way, I don't know how long he's had that. It's the oldest <laughs> looking suit carrier I've ever seen. That's top notch. I didn't say it wasn't top notch. It's not of this era though. Okay. Right. right. Um, he goes to hang it up in the back of my car, and the, the hanger breaks, <laughs> so the suit falls to the oh, bottom no. of the suit hanger. That's a nightmare. And he's just carrying it all like bunched up in the oh. bottom of the suit carrier, and he just chucks it into the back seat. So I don't know what we're going to find. Oh, I hope it's creased when we go out there at the, after you having a go six o'clock. After you having a go, Hugh. Probably will, it probably will be. But I hope it's what, like a crisp packet. If anybody's out there and they see me tonight, I will be looking. You should know if it's dapper. a suit, it needs a sturdy hanger for a suit. Yeah. No, but the problem is I put my shoes inside as well. Weighed it so down. Weighed it yes. down. It's not black, no black tie tonight, is it? Is no, it? I think it's just regular general lounge, lounge wear. Lounge and I've got, I've got a Barry soap in there as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I can believe that he still uses just a no, old no, school it's, it's, bar of soap. No, no, no. Ted Baker, lovely, a nice because it's warm in here, and I like to go for a. A freshen up before I put my suit Can I be honest with you? I'm a bit worried about that <laughs> I don't know if we're going to be in great shape But it's roasting in here And we're going to have to sort of Well you can you can share my soap Hold on a minute Where are you Where you are you having a wash with a soap? In the, in the shower In the toilet? Yeah Yeah just in under the sink, sink. <laughs> And then as, I use I use this as my I know towel. it's not disgusting but It's, it's disturbing dis- isn't it? As, aye that's I, the word He's got his leg up in the sink That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's enough That's plenty People are having a lunch uh, Right hold on Because Fashion Sakala Has been booked I'm so glad Something's happened Really glad uh, A challenge on uh, Will we call that A striker's challenge A winger's tackle On Tony Watt He's just got that all wrong He's, he's not a tackler um, Tony Watt's taken a sore one And Fashion Sakala has gone into the book. I think it's the first booking. Um, oh, sore one. After. Sore one Do you know what, Mark? Is you can. He's not far off. It's a it's a split second, I, and that's just what happens. I, 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 I'm with you going. I don't think he's that far off. He certainly catches what, but he's entitled to go for that. He loses control of the ball. What does well to nick mm. in and get it, but 
just mistimed a bit Oh, I'll tell you what Arsenal were 2-0 up And cruising against Leeds Who had a man sent off Leeds have pulled one back Because the, the combination of results Today leaves Leeds in the bottom three But they've scored from a set piece And you never know You never know uh, Lundstrom Loyal says I wasn't listening yesterday But did you talk about Lowry Also getting a contract extension It did come up Yes mm-hmm. By all means let's elaborate Hugh uh, We might see him from the bench today Is that a possibility? I would think so Um He's definitely a talent An unmissable talent One for the future uh, He is still young uh, He's got a manager in Giovanni Van Brokers To look after him And he'll be nurtured properly So yeah, he fully deserves the, the contract extension And he is the archetypal one for the future Yeah, you've got a bit of You've not got much time to worry too much when you're on the way to Europa League final, Mark. But I know a lot of the Rangers fans had been a little bit concerned about it. Is he going to sign? When's he going to sign? There were then rumours of some seriously big clubs being interested. So if they want him, they're going to have to pay now because it's 2025, I think, the contract runs to. Yep, right thing to do. You know, you look at the Rangers teams over the years and there's something that's been missing its youth coming through. And when Lowry broke on the scene, you know, he certainly caught the imagination. Uh, the Rangers fans they liked what they saw so you have to tie up these players you know Celtic have had a great model for years now and you see the benefits you know Tierney and guys like that you know reaping a lot of money um, it's been missing for Rangers so Rangers fans will be delighted and I, no doubt he's surely got to play a part this afternoon in the case of Celtic and Rangers you have to give these young men encouragement because if they don't get at least semi-regular appearances in the, the first team then when other clubs come in Ben Doak played on the night mm. that Celtic won 3-0 against Rangers Ben Doak's now a Liverpool player um, Celtic have lost young men from their academy to the Bundesliga twice uh, you have to give them the encouragement of first team appearances or they think well I'd be better off somewhere mm. else I mean, there's, there's always a balance isn't there Mark Ben Doak for instance is two years younger than, than Alex Lowry he's 16 you know, Billy Gilmore is a great example I, I, I love the, the notion that you know, it, it, that we can keep these players in their games and, and so on but in this modern day and age if Liverpool come calling or Chelsea or Man City you've got to have a you have a serious job on your hands it's alright everyone else saying ah but look you might get a bit more first team football here and all that for these guys, it's just such a different planet. Especially when you're not playing first-team football regularly. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So, you think, I may as well take my chances elsewhere. You know, it's different. See, if Ben Doak had played 25 games, you know, been a part of the squad, was always on the bench, I think Celtic would have had a good chance of keeping him. Um, Lowry's slightly different. You know, I think he's at the club at a good time where they've been on a good run so of course that excites young players as well he's been involved in this so I don't think it was mm. there was any real chance of him leaving do you wonder if next season does involve a loan spell for Alex Lowry uh, yeah I, I think that getting um, better class of football certainly helps he's been the, the good thing about the lad is he's now a first team squad player He's training with the first team, he's travelling with the first team, he's getting used to be involved in the first team. King's the same, he's getting a start today, I'm delighted with that because I think he's got a big, big future, this boy. Uh, Lowry's the same, um, I'd be disappointed if he doesn't get some game time, but 
obviously the managers get plans and and it's led up to the the it's leading up to the two cup finals that's coming. So it's great news for Rangers that he signed a the contract. They've now got him to twenty twenty five. Plenty of time to develop the boy. It's up to him. But I would mm. like to see him try and maybe get out and loan and getting first yeah. team football. Because the obvious, the only real example Rangers have had in recent years, Mark was Nathan Patterson. And uh, we had lots of calls on here to get him more game time But he was stuck behind James Tavernier Who's been a phenomenon At the same time he was the only backup to James Tavernier So he couldn't really allow Nathan Patterson to go on loan So you're in that delicate balance I wonder if it's different with Alex Lowry I think so I think when you, you've just got that uh, you know, embarrassment of riches in that you know, area Hadji's back <coughs> as well I, Of course, yeah, he's he's been forgotten about of course he, he's coming back so no I think you will see him going on but I mean it's picking the right club the right circumstances you look at the boy Shaw who went you know going to, to Motherwell he, he didn't get a kick so what's the point of it so these things take a lot of work in the summer the right manager to play him and then the kid has to go and actually see when you think play. back to that Gordon I just I just started thinking when you mentioned Patterson there he was the backup to, we were inundated with calls in here that Patterson should play instead of mm. Davenier can you imagine the people now what they're thinking but, 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 by the way, but see at that time I think there was an argument at no, that time never an argument never Why? an argument well, hold on you're being years. clouded by Tavenier's performances just now there was times and you know who was the other caller John about Goldson Golton, for me, didn't have a particularly great season in comparison to last season. At the start of the campaign. At the start of the mm. campaign. I thought there was a couple of errors in there. I think the Rangers fans were the same when they came on. I think Tavernier was open to some criticism as well. Yeah, but the, the, I, I know you're going to say it's hindsight, but does this not all sort of prove that some of it was a bit of an overreaction? You could maybe say... That at times Nathan Patterson deserved more of a chance and maybe well, could have could have come on more in games aye. or whatever. In the Europa League, but, aye. But, but really, how could you have ever ousted this guy from the team properly? No, I, I'm not saying that because he's been outstanding, particularly in Europe. Good but chance, sorry, Sakala just wide, chested the ball down, turned his man, but he's just pulled it. Uh, he's kind of dragged it. He actually does. I think really he should well. score. Yeah, he should. Doesn't he drag should. it. Actually, that's a bad example. He sliced it, if anything, um, on the left foot. Mm. He does well, actually. Just Brilliant. to chop inside because it looks like he's going to shoot with his right. Chops inside on his left. I think I think the Rangers happy. manager will be quite happy with the thirty odd minutes, Gordon. Yeah. I think they've they've dominated the game. The only thing you'll be disappointed in is they really should be they should be leading this game. They've not scored that goal. As Goldson again, I keep saying that trademark. He loves a diagonal ball. This guy, and every time he seems to find a blue jersey. He must just have him training. Non-stop. Unbelievable! It's inc- but and, yeah, and you teams know will know that. I, yeah, that's what I was going to say. What puzzles me is when you're playing with, say, you're just playing with one up front. Why not just stop goals and Getting doing the ball. that? I cut them off. You know, you, you see the opposite when people play against Celtic. They leave Starfield on the ball and they they, they stay on Carter Vickers. You would just stop goals and he doesn't do every attack, though, does he? Would that not allow them to just? Play around whoever that one person is. Fine, give it to someone else and build a bit more. Because he seems to pick his moments. You know, it's yeah. not like he does it every time Rangers have the I ball. I suppose, but it more often not leads to a chance. That's the thing. See, every time he hits that, doesn't it just end in like a switch of play? But it's always almost like a through ball yeah. over the top. That one to Sakala was brilliant. Uh, Benjamin Segrist always good when you're under a bit of pressure to come and take a cross so impressively. He did that just a moment or two ago. And they've done United, look, look, there's a tidy enough period where they're able to show some neat footwork and get the ball up the pitch. The only thing they lack, Gordon, is that they're completely without cutting edge. Yeah. But they're, they're high-end 
you know that I'm amazed we've gone 33 minutes and there's still not a goal. Uh, but United are not overawed in any way, but they're, they're being swamped. That's all. Well, they're fourth in the league for a reason, you know, and they've shown against Rangers that they can match them at times. I think they're die. I think they're doing okay. They're passing the ball quite well. Yeah, you roamed up a few times, right enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler, just give, giving it away there, but. They've been undone a few times Goalkeepers made a few saves Sakala should score So if you are Van Bronckers You're, you're quite happy how it's ticking along And probably say it, it could be a matter of time I think Rangers will get one before half time Yeah I agree with you, I agree with you. I think Dundee United will be happy um, You know they're, they're still in this game It's nil-nil But they've not got a cut in edge They've created absolutely nothing so yeah. far I wonder if oh Yes he's been injured and all that Mark So we take that into account Aaron Ramsey Is he struggling to make As much of an impact As he would like Yep I think he's been poor Couple of misplaced passes Easy passes This afternoon And see when you looked At that team And we were chatting about Who might be in The, the manager thinking You've got to automatically Think Ram, Ramsey Because he's pedigree You know and, and why he was brought To the club And he's missed A lot of football But still mm. I think Van Bronckhurst Might still Think of him as an mm. Outside option Imagine Hugh And Early January Someone says to you By the way Rangers will, find a, uh, will sign Aaron Ramsey No uh-huh. seriously Yep they'll sign Aaron Ramsey Oh and they'll get to The Europa League final By the way uh, But not really anything To do with him Because he won't feature much And then they'll get to the final And, and he won't play Because there are other people In front of him You would have been Questioned I'm sure And those in January Who thought that Oh Aaron Ramsey's here For the league title mm-hmm. uh, That didn't happen either uh, I think Aaron Ramsey And Ahmad Diallo um, Diallo is clearly not up to it in the eyes of Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. Uh, I mean, if ever there was an occasion where he could have started, it's today, but no. Uh, and Aaron Ramsey, you know, I think if he was picked in Seville ahead of others, the others would be entitled to think, what, is this some sort of celebrity choice here? Now, this is the point where we temper this, because they'll they'll all play this back when Aaron Ramsey scores the winner in the Europa League final here well, you can only so speak let's, let's, um, let's just keep a lid on it to an extent but you are right as things stand I think Bonabaric has tried to line one up from outside the box but it was blocked Rangers just starting to uh, look for a way through they have been the wonder for a little bit of, can there be a frustration creeping in when there's not a lot riding on the game Mark that would be the, the question no, I, I don't think they'll get frustrated this afternoon I think they'll happily just keep playing the way they're playing mm. until they break Dundee United down. Just watching, you know, Aaron Ramsey again gets the ball on his chest loads of time and he tries a, a volleyed back heel that just doesn't come off. Nowhere I, near coming off. And yeah. I'd love did. to hear that conversation. Uh, Aaron Ramsey Tony Watt. bundles Tony Watt to the ground. Tony Watt gives him a little bit of something mm. verbally. Uh, so I'd love to hear that when. When Wales meets, where's Tony from? You ever scored the winner against Barcelona? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shows your medals. You ever played for Motherwell? (laughs) (laughs) Um, It feels like the the occasion is now matched on the pitch, Gordon. I'm not sure if pre-season quite covers it, but you know that's a kind of carefree feel about it all. Do you know something? I was actually looking at it about ten minutes ago and thinking this reminds me of a pre-season game the, because the weather's there, the you know the pace of the game. Um, but I think, like 
Mark said there, I still think Rangers will be happy because they're controlling the pace of the game. They're controlling the game. Dundee United are well organised, making it difficult for Rangers. But I just think if it keeps like this, I'll be a matter of time before Rangers open the score. Put it this way, Mark. I think the biggest cheer of the afternoon so far has been when John Lundstrom, the new fans' favourite, came out to warm up. Yeah. The cameras <laughs> zoomed in on him as well. The Rangers fans let them know they've got their new favourite song that they sing about him as well and probably haven't stopped. Well, he's a hero. That's Thursday him. night. Hero for life. It's amazing that this season, what it's held for John Lundstrom. Mm. Came to the club, thought he'd be. I thought he'd be a good player, dropped out of the team, was back in, kind of love-hate relationship with the Rangers fans, but now scoring that goal... Are you a fan of Belinda Carlisle, Hugh? Yeah. I've Bland. Heard, I've heard of Bland. her. You've heard of her, have you? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's you must know Belinda Carlisle. Yeah, it's singer, yeah. I, I so can't remember her song. Fa- well, John Lundstrom is the best on earth, or whatever the, the lyrics are. Heaven is heaven. But producer Callum says, we did it first, we sing it about Dylan Levitt, the Dundee uh, United uh, fans. That's what he's oh, in really? Yeah, he's very protective over it. Yeah. You'll not be singing that next year when Levitt's back at Man United, though. Might get a game at this rate. <laughs> well, by the way, the they, they are a bad mob, them. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, grew up, like you, Gordon, supporting United in the 90s. Never United supported Gordon? No, I mean, I think I, I, that's, I lived in England a little bit when I was young, and at that time they're winning everything. You're young, you're daft, you're a glory hunter, you think, oh, why not? David Beckham, it's all there. Ah, see, I supported um, them back in the 80s when they were they weren't doing well. Who was? When were you born? 84. Yeah, so he was four or five so years old. Eight, eight, five started supporting his fifth, <laughs> I don't believe on that. On his fifth birthday, uh, his dad came yeah, in and went, yeah, come had on. a Steve Bruce shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You ben when he lifted that, yeah. that premiership <laughs> that, was, that was still the 90s though was it not? Well 92 I, was, was I thought you'd be more of a Gary Pallister man Oh if Big Pally, remember him You don't get footballers the shape of 82 <laughs> now do you? See, <laughs> you see when you see I'm talking about you played Why Just a different shape mm. of football uh, Yeah like, it's, it's Each to their own I, I, don't, I feel like I don't have the emotional space to care passionately about an English team, you know the yeah. way I do it. I've only look the the motherboard roller coasters exhausting enough. So it's like yeah, whatever. Like you keep an eye down there. You see, if there's a backstory, as a, a proper backstory. I mean, the, the mighty Seagulls were forced to play a game to see if they kept their place in the football league twenty years ago, and now they're wiping the floor with your manu. So they are fairy tale stuff. Proper mm. story. The old Seagulls had a bad experience playing against Brighton. Oh. Man City, uh, was, no, no, it was first team. Uh, played wide right, tricky, speedy, everything about me. Just unfortunately, I didn't get the ball. Um, <laughs> a big belly, I'll never forget it. Oh, worst ball I can have ever had. Never played again, I don't think. Seriously? Yeah, I think I get, yeah. I so get what are we m- talking? Let me, I'm going to try and look this up. Yeah, why am I asking you this? I'll waste the time. It was a long time ago, Gordon. 1980s. 84, 85, round about that. You uh, were playing for Man City when yeah. I was born. Against Brighton. Brighton at, at Brighton. Oh, at Brighton, right, that changes things. Hard, game, hard game away from home. The travel was quite, you know, uh, coming from Motherwell. Was that the, gold, the Goldstone ground? That was it, mm, yes. Yeah. Hugh, honestly. What, what division do you not was think it was, Do you not think it was a bit of a, an error being in Victoria's the night before them uh, and uh, trying to get to, uh, to Brighton? Uh, well, funny enough, I played my first game. This is a true story. I played my first game at Stamford Bridge, I told you, the idea, and I ended up in a nightclub in Coke Bridge at 12 o'clock that night. <laughs> From London, 
There you go. I was dedicated to that. I was. Hey. <laughs> I didn't let them down a Saturday night. You do realise that I can look these things up. So, for instance, I found it 1984. Brighton, Hove Albion against Man City, etc. Yeah. You're knowing the team. so Yeah, away from home. Yeah, 100% I played in uh, right, I've, Brighton. I've got the wrong date. Go on then, let's find another one. You mm. will find my name on that team sheet. Probably number seven underneath Tricky and Speedy. But didn't many, get the ball. How many games did you play ball? for City? Oh, I don't know. Hundreds. Did you play many? You couldn't oh, have played many. No, no I, I was brilliant against Leeds at home. That was my, my highlight. Chelsea was good, but... Brighton Oh, oh there we are I've found it I think I've found it yeah. 10th of March 1984 it Could be One each You can't have been that bad What's uh, wrong with that? Did I get subbed? Probably at the warm up They <laughs> didn't have subs in the 80s Yeah did they? they did They did have subs I was taking your word for it I su- No no one got subbed See didn't they have subs I was poor <laughs> I was uh, You know me I wouldn't admit that But That geez. is true Because you generally Overstate everything That you do I so. was So it showed you How poor it yeah, is Yeah you must have that Absolutely rotten <laughs> That's a fair point yeah. yeah That was not good times I had to fight my way Through that Yeah you're right City till I die Website One each 10th of March DL playing Wide right Hartford for City Is a and Yeah but then Holding <laughs> He had a hole in his heart Is a Remember? Yeah, Acer yeah. came from here. Quite a player Acer Hartford was. Jack Grealish's long lost relative. I don't know if they're related. Someone called Grealish scored for Brighton. There you are, yeah. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. See, Williams, you think, you Lomax, think? May, Reed, Power, McCarthy. Mick, Mick McCarthy. Baker, Kinsey, Hartford, Bond, and DL. What a team that was, <laughs> by Unused way. sub McNabb. He must have felt rubbish if he couldn't get on. <laughs> he must have spoke to Billy again, going, <laughs> I cannot believe I'm saying choice to this guy out here in the wing. <laughs> approaching, oh. approaching the end of the first half at Ibrooks Hugh at Rangers. Again, it's a, it's a heavy touch from Aaron yeah. Ramsey. He's, he's had, he's had a tough afternoon. Nah, Anything else happening? I mean, it, it's just that. I, I'm not sure that John McLaughlin is. A, I can't remember the last time he touched the ball. Yeah, I've, not seen him. Yeah. I've not seen him in the, uh, the shot. His gloves will be considerably cleaner than the Dazzler's golf glove, but. I've <laughs> <laughs> got a new one. All right. Yeah, by the way, this is, this, it just shows you. We brought that up on the show, yes, yeah, obviously, yeah. hence why you're referring to it, that people were giving him stick on social media for his dirty golf club. Yeah. And he, he gives it the big and I'm uh, no no nonsense, it's just the camera angle. It is. These people see these people, they don't know what they're talking about, criticizing. Two days later he's gone and bought a new one. So obviously oh, yeah, got yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. Got under his skin. I was in the pro shop and I decided, right, I'm not having any more of that. You're so easily influenced. Do you know what I bought a lot of good gear and people are zooming in how sad are their lives to see my glove? That obviously was clean, but took a bit of criticism. Changed it, got a new one, peeing it up weekly. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, good. I like when people have a go at your gear because I know how much it means to you. APTRM80 is on Twitter informing us Frankfurt are losing 1 0 at half time uh, to. Is it Bayern? I think or he's, but I think he's written something about Gladbach here as well. Who are Frankfurt playing this afternoon? Whoever it is, they're losing. One uh, nil at half time. I think it is. Yeah, I think it's Bayern. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I we're, think I think it's safe to say you take their league form and throw it at the window. No, it's mentioned yeah. Gladbach. There we go. Because I knew the, there was a reference in there. Sorry, APTRM. I'm not concentrating enough. They are a walking contradiction. This team, uh, you know, eleventh in the Bundesliga, uh, and yet have European results that stop you in your tracks. 
uh, I can only say that I, I watched the, the West Ham game, the highlights, and I thought, how did they reach a European final? But but they are they, they've had some beat great Barcelona. results. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They've had some great results. Hugh, they'll fancy it as much as Rangers do. Half time whistle's gone. Party atmosphere. The game is an irrelevance to some, and it's not really had much to talk about. In all honesty, Rangers did hit the post late on in the half. I think the flag was up mm. anyway. Um, but the halftime whistle has gone. It's Rangers nil, Dundee United nil. It was a changed Rangers team. Alec Lowry on the bench. I know lots of people wanted to see him, but Leon King. Um, in from the start No Alan McGregor No John Lundstrom No Ryan Jack No Joe Arebo Tavernier and Goldson play Because they always play That's for sure uh, But it is goalless at the break Rangers have had the best chances for sure They've had all the possession Sakala hit one wide When he perhaps should have scored Scott Arfield had another good chance A brilliant save from Benjamin Segrist Dundee United haven't managed to attack really um, but Tam Courts will be happy enough with the scoreline, I'm sure, because at the break, it's Rangers nil, Dundee United nil. Scottish football's lead leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Half time at Ibrooks, it's Rangers nil, Dundee United nil. How would you sum up that first half, Hugh Evans? A stroll in the sun uh, for Rangers. Uh, Dundee United have been dogged, determined, but with absolutely no goal threat whatsoever. John McLaughlin must be getting a suntan But he has no work to do in Rangers goal um, It's just a major surprise that Rangers haven't scored yet uh, Aaron Ramsey hit the post But he was clearly offside before he connected with the ball So they're knocking at the door Rangers But the door refuses to open so far Yeah I think I think um, both managers will be quite happy I think Tom Courts or Tam Courts Whatever you want to call them Will be Happy the fact it's nil nil at half time. Uh, I think Rangers have dominated the ball, Gordon. They played the game at their own pace. Only thing it's missing is the final finish. They have been, as Hugh quite rightly says, knocking at the door. They'll be hoping to do that in the second half and get that door to open because they have get created chances and they're looking to go on here and win this game. And I fancy them strongly if this can continue in the same pattern. I think the tempo they've played it has been fine. I, I know at the end of the, the first half it kind of tailed off a wee bit, but the way they started I thought was quite impressive. You know, moved the ball quickly, they've created chances. Segrist has been good in goals. Um, Sakala should have scored. And for United, the guys are right. Tam Course will be happy that it's still nil-nil. His team looks, you know, quite assured in possession. But the thing is, they've got nothing really up front. Boy, Kujo looks a live wire up front, but... It, 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 He's just not getting enough possession of the ball. So, no, no, fair result. Well, Rangers probably should be ahead, but I think, like Daz, it'll be a matter of time this second mm. half. Is it a reflection of what's at stake or what's not at stake, I should say? Correct. Uh, it is a stroll in the sun for that reason. Uh, Rangers understand that Celtic won the league yesterday. Uh, they understand that there's no sense of devastation around Ibrooks as they are normally would be and that's because Seville is on the horizon so they, they are the former league champions but they are now preparing themselves for the 18th of May the rest of the domestic season apart from the 21st of May in the Scottish Cup final is neither here nor there a couple of good chances for Sakala though Gordon mm-hmm. the one where he does so well to get on the end of a Conor Goldson diagonal chests it down Checks back inside the defender and then lashes it wide. I think there's another where he tries to go across Segrist and he saves it. 
So he, he's looked lively. He's been booked as well for a challenge on Tony Watt. Yeah, uh, he has looked lively, Gordon. He's created a couple of good chances for himself, but just didn't find the back of the net. Uh, he'll be he'll be desperate to make that impression. That the, a lot of people said that they thought he'd been he was the one that was unlucky to be left out, but uh, obviously the manager got the decision correct uh, with the result, and he's he, he's desperate to play. He's a, he's he's a threat. Um, he plays off that left hand side, bags of pace. You might just see in the second half, like Van Bronckhorst done at uh, Celtic Park, maybe just put him through the middle and say to the Dundee United um, defenders, right, we're going to give you something else to worry about, especially with his pace in behind. I think that from Sakala, what you just seen there briefly in that first half, exactly what you get from a regular basis. Quite erratic, does things that are brilliant sometimes, but then maybe when it comes to the simpler things, like that finish on his left foot, that's Morelos or Roof. They probably just guide that into the bottom corner, so he's a wee bit hit and miss, but he's certainly a threat. I mean, lots of interest in the fringe players and who's coming in and can they make an impact I suppose the problem for John McLaughlin and Leon King is yeah give us something not, to do he's not had anything to do at least Leon King a couple of times he's looked confident enough to you know play those semi high risk passes that mm-hmm. you would want from a Rangers defender but you know there's, there's not any defending to be done yeah I'm sure a goalkeeper's saying give us a shot to save let me let me just dive at something this afternoon that's not happened you're right Gordon when you get in there you want to show what you can do King I think look he's not had a lot to do but he's he's come out from the back a few times he plays nice simple passes gives it to the experienced guys like you know Davis Ramsey it's it's easy for him just to give the roll the ball into them let them go and make the the killing uh, passes in the final third but um you, you see Ramsey I think I think Ramsey's been busy right but his final touch seems to to let him down I don't know if that's the fact that he's not had a lot of game time he's not he get that usual sharp control passing move I think Davis when you give him the ball and it's that one two with Arfield just sums him up brilliant he plays it into Davis it's round the corner to Arfield Arfield opens his body up to put it in the back of net and only for a fantastic save from the goalkeeper he's opening the scoring for Rangers but as um, you quite rightly say I think King He's done everything that's asked of him. The goalkeeper, yeah, it's a great position to be in that you've not had anything to do, but you're out there to try and impress. And for those watching on outside of Rangers and Dundee United, Hugh, and primarily I mean Celtic fans, if it stays like this, they will officially be champions at the end of the afternoon. But 45 minutes left for that to change. Well, that'd be nice for the Celtic fans uh, to have absolute confirmation, as I say, if you live in the real world, you know that Celtic are the champions, but absolute arithmetical uh, uh, confirmation confirmation of the that's the word I was looking for confirmation of being the title holders. You find it hard to understand if Rangers didn't score over ninety minutes. But I was thinking back to the game Dundee United against Celtic a year ago, which gave Rangers arithmetical mm-hmm. confirmation. You thought. And many chances the Celtic need here? And it would not go in the net. It finished nil-nil. Well, we'll find out. Will that C appear next to Celtic's name on the league table this afternoon? Or will it wait until Wednesday night? We'll find out next. The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Second half just underway. 
at Ibrox It's Rangers nil, Dundee United nil. of course from the first half There has been a change at the break for each side For Rangers, Scott Wright has been withdrawn And he's been replaced by Ahmad Diallo Who maybe, you know, bit of pressure off as you say Sun shining, oh. no real tension inside the stadium Party atmosphere, maybe a chance for him to just go and enjoy himself Try and show what he can do I think everyone knows up until this point it's nowhere near what the Rangers fans had in mind. Well, if he can't do something in the next 45 minutes, then you wonder what it was all about in the first place. Uh, because he has been an, an overhyped failure. Uh, but this is his chance to at least show something. Uh, he clearly hasn't shown enough to Giovanni Van Bronckers to get involved in the, in the serious matches that ended yesterday when Celtic became the champion. So here he's got a free hit. Shows we shouldn't be too quick to jump in and and judge players because he came from Man United. Remember the night on the show, we're going. That's a an unbelievable signing. If it's true, he's coming to Rangers, and then he goes right into the team at Dingwall, and he he makes a big impression. Scores, you know, after a couple of minutes, good the second half, and you're thinking this is a this is a top player. But then he quickly went under. You know, went to Celtic Park, didn't see him, 